Hey, everybody. We're GFBS. We're Grand Fork's best source. It's a Dirty Thursday. And we've got a new guest host. Stephen Young is in the house. We got a couple of things going on today. First off, Paul, first off, uh, we're going to be talking with Sergeant Don Roberts. He's with the Red River Valley Motorcyclists, and uh, they got a big show coming up. We'll talk to him in a couple of minutes. Shane Edgington just walking in the door of the studio along with Brad saying we'll hook up with those guys too. Show today brought to you by Thunder Rays Auto Repair Shop. New auto repair shop in Grand Forks. Check it out. Thunder Rays, they do it all. General auto repair, oil changes and maintenance, brakes and suspension, fuel and ignition, diagnostics, engine and training work. And you know what? Thunder Rays, they love working on hot rods and muscle cars. And you're not going to drop dead when you get the bill. Call or schedule an appointment, 701-757-0287, or online at thunderrace.com. Check out Thunder Rays Auto Repair on Facebook, too. Yes, there's a new auto repair shop in town in Thunder Rays. Got a big parts and swap meet coming up May 22nd, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m., 10 bucks a spot. There's going to be food trucks there, too. Check it out, Thunder Rays Auto Repair in Grand Forks. Uh, you guys know where the uh, latte cooler is. Go ahead, help yourself. Uh, by the way, if you uh, want to call or text, uh, because we've got a ticket giveaway coming up too today, and we'll tell you about that. But uh, if you want to call or text, our number is 701-213-0863. And before we get rolling, time now for our daily segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Here we go. Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. And uh, here it is. I, I peed in the pool the other day. Uh, I peed in the pool. The lifeguard noticed. He blew his whistle so loud, I, I almost fell in the pool. <laughs> All right, Paul, what did you think of that one? Well, if you wear two swimsuits, you can pee in the pool now. Oh, okay. Um, I got the wrong camera on. There we go. All right. I'm going to turn you off. Uh, back, and uh, first off, we're going to talk with uh, Sergeant Don Roberts. Is it okay if I call you Sergeant? I'm a gunnery sergeant. You're a gunnery sergeant. Yes. Uh, so what did that mean? Did you gunner a bunch of rees, or how does that, what, well, what does that mean? I was in the Marine Corps for 20 years. Oh, wow. Well, thank Drill you. instructor for four or five uh, Vietnam twice, once in Korea. So uh, I've been around the world. You can almost call me anything you want. Okay, and, and uh, we thank you for your service, by the way. Thank uh, you. That yeah, is thank awesome. You. Yeah. Uh, you got, uh, well, now you're with the Red River Valley Motorcyclists. And uh, how did you get involved with these guys? Well, about four years ago, I went on the honor flight. And I got together with Mike Hagan, and they invited me to a meeting. They gave me a check for $25,000 for the honor flight. The next year, they gave me a check for 20000 for the honor flight. So after a while, they made me vice president because I'm so pretty. Oh, oh that's it. Yeah, well, we'll leave the picture on you here for a while then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you've got the, uh, the big show coming up here, Spirit of America Bike and Car Show. When is this and where? It's going to be at the Laris, door five, on May 8th and 9th, mm -hmm. starting at... Uh, on Saturday, 9 o'clock to 7 o'clock. On Sunday, 10 to 4. Okay. And uh, by the way, folks, uh, right now in the studio, uh, thanks to uh, Don and the uh, motorcycle, the Red River Valley motorcyclist, and also Russ and the guys at Throttle Addiction. I tell you what, uh, right now, just today during the show, uh, got a bunch of tickets to give away if you want a pair. Text 
701-213-0863. Tell me your name. Say you want a pair of tickets. I'll write it down, and we'll have them waiting for you, okay? Uh, boy, you were telling me, Don, about the uh, the lineup earlier. Uh, you've got some really cool stuff coming to this show. Yes, we do. Just, we got 57 prizes. There's a Polaris Ranger with trailer. Mm-hmm. There's a golf cart. There's a big trailer. There's an M15, or excuse me, M16 that everybody wants. Uh, we got uh, 43 more guns. And at the end, for the small prizes, we're only giving away 10 $500 prizes. So, and one thing we do do is all veterans and families get in free. Okay. That's the number one that uh, motorcycle people are so dedicated mm-hmm. to our veterans. That is nice. Um, now, the raffle tickets are on sale. They'll be there at the show. Yep. And... Um, you guys, uh, you were telling me about some of the motorcycles and cars uh, that are going to be there, too. Uh, it sounds like quite the lineup. Well, just for some of them, we got a 1920 Harley mm-hmm. sitting in there, a 1928 Ford pickup, a 1929 Model A, a 1930 car. Uh, I mean, there's so many good things that... Uh, I wish I could talk for an hour on it because mm-hmm. when you got 105 cars coming in, 75 motorcycles, and we're going to be a full house. Yeah, this is going to be great. And uh, you have live music by Kenny and the Classics. Uh, another cool thing about this is is the proceeds are benefiting the Northern Valley Law Enforcement Memorial, Veterans Memorial Park, uh, Veterans Honor Flight of Minnesota, North Dakota, and numerous other charities that um, – that uh, Memorial Veterans Law Enforcement Memorial Veterans Veterans Park. <laughs> That's really turning out to be something, isn't it? Yes. Last Wednesday, they just put the three flags up, and we were at a ceremony. There's been about 600 of the stones laid honoring the veterans, and we got 400 more to go plus. So, and uh, they're taking some lineups for picnics and stuff for the uh, veterans, and it's a beautiful place off of 24th Avenue. Mm-hmm. So what time do the doors open uh, for, for the show? For the show, one, on Saturday, they are, I, I got to look again, 9 o'clock to 7 o'clock, and on Sunday, 10 to 4. Okay, and, and again, if uh, you want free tickets, text us. You know the phone number. Just text me your name and say, uh, I want a pair of tickets. We'll write you down on the list. So uh, that's pretty cool that uh, uh, both the Red River Valley Motorcyclists and Throttle Addiction were uh, nice enough to hook us up with some tickets. That's pretty cool. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yep. I don't know if you mentioned it, too. Uh, Throttle Addiction, they'll have their uh, vendor. Um, oh, their vendor trailer or yeah. their big trailer. And oh, I'm sure Russ is going to have some pretty cool stuff there. Yeah. So. All right. Throttle Addiction. Thanks, boys. Uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, boy, uh, I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, you know, after last year, Don, uh, with the pandemic and all that crap, didn't get to have a lot of these car shows or bike shows or any of that stuff. Yeah, we had ours in the back of a garage. We drew the tickets and give away our prize last year. It wasn't very much fun. Mm-hmm. This year... It's going to be much better, and given start giving it away on Sunday. We're going to quit selling tickets at two o'clock Sunday, so make sure you get your tickets before then. And uh, with all the prizes in the back, and uh, the money goes to the honor flight, 
and the other memorials. There's going to be a police memorial built on the south end of town, and some of the money's going there, equal amounts, and the park gets the money. It's all to do with veterans. All right. Now, these $50 Apple tickets over, well, right around $60,000 in prizes. And uh, when you look at them, if, if, if you're a gun guy, uh, you want to get in on this, uh, not to mention the uh, North Star Edition 2021 XP 1000 Polaris Ranger with a 12-foot aluminum trailer. You got the Vietnam War commemorative M16 rifle. Oh, this is a great raffle. Oh, yeah. you wouldn't believe all the good stuff we got this year. And it's only good. This is our first year with the car and bike show. Mm-hmm. And next year, it's going to be bigger and better yet. So if we can do it. so Okay. So again, uh, the show is coming up Saturday, May 8th from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Sunday, May 9th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Uh, VFW Color Guard presentation is going to be at 3.30 p.m. Awards at the awards to follow. Uh, you guys have got this all figured out, don't you? I don't. They do. Yeah, so. they do. <laughs> You're just the eye candy in front of the camera, right? <laughs> Not very good at that either. But just remember, the money goes to the veterans, mm-hmm. all local. The prizes come local. And we're supporting the people. The we got a green ticket that we're going to be selling too, and uh, it's just for a TV and a fishing a fishing package and a house cleaning deal from oh, Mary Maids. I could so. use I could use the house cleaning deal. <laughs> All right. Well, um, okay. Uh, Saturday, May eighth, May 9th. What did we miss? Did I forget anything? I don't know, but uh, one thing it is. Come and support. Yes. Uh, and thank you for all you do. Uh, your military service, uh, working with the motorcycle group, doing all of these raffles and everything. Uh, I know I see you at the racetrack quite often, and uh, hopefully we'll see you again. I hope so, too. Oh, okay, hold on. Oh, I don't know what camera I'm on here. But um, do you, you uh, want people to have any information about how to join the motorcycle club? Well, we meet on the third, third uh, Wednesday of the month. And uh, anytime it costs you $10 to join, and we need all the help that we can get as long as you're interested in raising money for the veterans. Awesome. Yeah, join, if you, especially if you own a motorcycle. And, uh, of course, Rydell Chevrolet involved with this, Greater Grand Forks, Simply Grand, American Crystal Sugar, uh, Express Employment Professionals, you got the Bun, AEE Auto Equipment Experts, Dakota Territory, Gun Collectors Association, Budget RV, Budweiser, all corporate sponsors of this. Red River Valley Motorcyclists, it's the Spirit of America Bike and Car Show. And again, Saturday, May 8th, Sunday, May 9th, out at the Alaris Center. Uh, live music, Kenny and the Classics, going to be a great show. And uh, again, Don, thank you for coming in. And again, thank you for your service to this country. Thank you very much for having me. All right, uh, there we go. Uh, that is Don Roberts. I'm going to call him Sarge, Don Roberts. And uh, joining us in just a couple of minutes, Shane Edgington, uh, of course, NLRA driver. Uh, I don't know how he snuck across the border, but we're going to find out about that. And, of course, uh, even the text said, uh, I see Brad saying in the house. And, uh, by the way, Heather said, oh, Stephen Young is there. Yeah. All right. Yeah, uh, yes, and ag- I am. And, again, uh, if you want to call, a chance for you to win tickets uh, for this motorcycle show and the car show, just give us a call or text 701-213-0863. Text your name. Say you want a pair of tickets. 
And uh, just like that, we'll write you down for a pair. Uh, you know what? If you're looking for an oil change and you need it right now, uh, no need to go anywhere but Valvoline Instant Oil Change here in Grand Forks. Basically, no wait time. They'll change your oil while you sit in your vehicle or maybe you want to do a little shopping. They're also going to check your cabin air filter, your wiper blades, your head and your taillights, your battery, your tires, your fluids, all the stuff they should do. And uh, they can do tranny and coolant flushes, too. You don't need an appointment. Timely service, not going to slow you down. You can sit right in your vehicle. Uh, check them out. And if you mention Grand Fork's best source, uh, they'll give you $7 savings on your oil change. So you're even saving more money. And if you can't leave work and you live in town, they'll come and pick that vehicle up for you. Bring it back. They're locally owned and operated. Open seven days a week. They're fast. Valvoline Instant Oil Change, 3325 South 38th Street. Or call 701-780-8462. And make sure you tell them. Grand Fork's best source sent you. All right. Back to business. Shane Edgington in the house. Brad Sang in the house. And last but not least, how about Stephen Young? Oh boy, more applause. Not used to that. <laughs> okay, I'm all applauded out. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Going to talk to you first, and, and uh, we apologize for the picture. Uh, I don't know if you're number four or number five anymore, but uh, we do the best we can. And, and uh, Duso Photography, Bobby Duso, uh, we get most of our pictures from him, but of course we didn't have anything from you for last year. But uh, welcome back to the good old U.S. of A., my friend. Heck yeah, it's nice to be back here, that's for sure. Uh, you did get to race a little bit last year. Yeah, we ran six times last year, and uh, we had a pretty good year for just running six times. And uh, A pretty good year. Didn't you win six races? <laughs> yeah, we won all six, so that was a pretty good deal. That was a pretty good year. <laughs> streak stops next Friday. <laughs> <laughs> the streak stops next Friday. How about that? Um, how did you get to make this work where you can come across the border? It was a long process, but uh, about halfway through last year, I didn't see the border opening anytime soon, so... Uh, we got in contact with some lawyers and stuff that uh, Ricky Wise used for the last few years to get him across, and um, we really didn't know for 100% until yesterday when I got to the border, and it was I was there for 20 minutes. They're like, come on over, and you're here for six months, and go do your thing. So uh, what are you going to do for accommodations? Where are you going to live? Uh, I'm going to live in the hauler quite a bit, but uh, Tanner Corbett's gave me a house to stay in, too, with oh, him. Oh, nice. So uh, I got room there, too, if I need, but... Uh, I plan on racing as much as I can, so I'll be in the hauler quite a bit. Oh, good. Uh, Robin Anderson says, welcome back to the U.S., Shane. Glad you're back. Josh says, whoa, Stephen Young, live and in living color. suppose we need to talk to you. How are you, Mr. Sang? Uh, I'm good. We don't uh, we'll make this about Shane. We don't need to. Yeah, yeah we, got you, we got you booked for next week, <laughs> yeah. so that's going to be a good one. Okay, let, let's get back to Shane. How did you get your start in racing? Um, I was racing go-karts, actually. I really wanted to race uh, dirt bikes, but my mom said, no way, you're going to get hurt doing that. So uh, the, Ke- the Kennedy family actually uh, helped me out and got me my first go-kart and uh, spent a couple summers going up and down the road with them doing the go-kart deal. And then uh, one of my hockey coaches, who was uh, Scott Greer, his dad built me my first street stock about three years after I was racing go-karts. And just one thing led to another, and here we are today. I didn't know you were a hockey guy. Yeah, I played a lot of hockey till i was about uh 15 years old and then the racing kind of got more important to Mm -hmm. me and uh we uh kind of called it quits and just really concentrated on the racing deal so uh what's your favorite hockey team 
<laughs> you know what? When we talked to the Canadians last night, it was the Jets, and he came across the border, threw the Jets away, and put a wild shirt on. Oh, is that right? I don't know about that. <laughs> so are the Jets your favorite team? Yeah, I do like them. I'm still a diehard Colorado Avalanche fan. That's who I've been since I was a little kid because of Joe Sackick. But, uh, yeah, I like the Jets. Well, um, I don't like Colorado because I'm a Minnesota Wild fan. And uh, right now they're they're really neck and neck. Um, you were – no, let me get this right. Track champion, uh, I believe it was 2019. Now, after last year, my years are so screwed up. <clears throat> How does that feel? You know, you have such a good season, uh, a stout season, and then basically they just slam the door on you. Yeah, tell me about it. We were uh, ready to go hard last year, and uh, we redid a bunch of stuff. I got the car updated by Don Shaw. He changed the frame rail of it and uh, did a little updates to it, and we were ready to go hard next year, and or last year, I guess. And, yeah, it was just it was a change of life for us. We uh, definitely learned how to use the golf clubs again. Oh, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> I suppose. Now, you did you change chassis for this year? Uh, no, I still got my victory chassis, which um, ran in the last two years, but I also got a new sniper chassis from Ricky Weiss, so we're going to bring that out uh, next weekend at the practice here in Grand Forks. Okay. Uh, are you going to be uh, out hot rodding around tonight? Yeah, I'll be out there tonight. Uh, I'm going to bring my victory car out, and then we're going to head to Fergus Falls for Friday and Saturday, and then uh, go on down to Granite City for Sunday's the plan for the weekend. Okay, so you are probably going to run. I heard a rumor like you're going to try to go four nights a week the best you can this summer. Is that true? Yeah, that's the plan. I want to race three, four nights a week, so we'll do upwards around 50, 60 shows this year. Mm-hmm. Um, is this going to cover the expenses of not working? <laughs> <laughs> like my mom said, you better win a lot of races. <laughs> How important is it uh, to have family that's so behind you? I mean, all of a sudden you just pick up and go, you know what, I'm going to the U.S. for five months. See you when we're all done. Uh, they've got to be pretty understanding. Yeah, it's pretty huge. They're, um, well, we're so locked down at home, we can't do anything, so... Both my parents are pretty much retired now, so they said, well, at least we can sit at home and watch you race on the TV. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, that's true. At least they can do that. And again, uh, don't forget, um, thank you to uh, the Red River Valley Motorcycle Club and Throttle Addiction. If anybody of you guys uh, want to go to that that Red River Valley Motorcyclist Spirit of America Bike and Car Show, it's next weekend. Just text us, say you want a pair, and uh, we will get you a pair of tickets, all right? Uh, by the way, racing in Devil's Lake this Saturday, uh, they're going to be testing tuning I believe Wednesday in Buffalo River. Have you heard anything about that? Yeah, um, I th- it's on the schedule. So so far, it looks like everything's um, you know on schedule to you know be on track to do that for uh, next Wednesday for sure. By the way, Heather says that uh, she has a surprise for Jesus and Chad on Saturday. I wonder what that Ugh. could be. Uh, I don't even <laughs> want to think about it yet. I can't even imagine what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Like, the top the last couple of years, like. Uh, yeah, it's probably gonna, it's going to have to be something wild to uh, you know mention it here, Heather. But <laughs> so, uh, uh, you want to pick his brain a little bit? Yeah, you um, look like you're dying to ask him something there. <laughs> yeah, I haven't really said anything here in the last twenty minutes. So yeah, you're um, supposed to be a guest host. <laughs> so, um, first of all, shout out to Chad. Uh, I have too much hair and not enough um, extensions to have this chair. But um, <laughs> so, no want one. Not at all. No. <laughs> anyway, so um, so you did run the six times last year. You were within, you know, a couple of laps of winning the NLRA title in 2019 when we last saw you. But now going into tonight, um, 
how do you think your first couple of laps are going to be tonight? Do you think it'll be like riding a bike, or will it be a more like knocking the rust off kind of thing? I'm sure there'll be some rust to knock off. We tried that eye racing thing, so I don't know if that's going to hurt me or make me better, but uh, <laughs> I think it's going to hurt me more than anything because it doesn't feel like real racing to me. Were but, you any good in the eye racing thing? No, I was no. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> But it, that reminds me, I got a friend who's an incredible musician, but he can't play um, Guitar Hero. He yeah. thinks they're stupid. <laughs> I can't play. He just sounds horrible on it. But I've anyway. heard that a lot. My sister is in bands a lot and whatever. And they're like, oh, I tried Guitar Hero once and I just, I can't do it. So Okay. I didn't mean to interrupt you. But yeah, I, I think, I don't know. The first time all you just take it easy and you get the hang of it. It's like riding a bike after a while. If everything's good and the car's set up right, it, it should be pretty easy. How much work did you have to do to get prepared to come down to the States? Um, a lot. A We're lot. still unloading this trailer. <laughs> he's still unloading it, huh? <laughs> well, he's got to move here for five months. He's probably got a lot of stuff. And he, he uh, believe me, he's not leaving for five months with all of wheat that he brought. <laughs> um, was it a lot of work? Did you try to get everything done beforehand as far as the car and all of that stuff or did you plan on maybe having to do a little bit here just a little bit of fine-tuning stuff before you get rolling no we're pretty much got both cars 100 percent ready and the hard part was having two different chassis so i needed a spare nose for both cars i needed three bodies spare bodies for each car and spare decking for each car and everything's different of course because one's black one's white so there is nothing that could work on one car or the other car mm-hmm. so like the amount of stuff i had to bring down was absolutely insane so but we shoved it all in the trailer there, and it was a pretty heavy load coming down yesterday. But we got it here and got a lot of it unloaded yesterday and still a couple little things to do, but not bad. Um, and again, I, I didn't know what picture to put up because I, I see pictures of you with four. I see pictures of you with five. Uh, and the newer pictures weren't – we like the action photos. Uh, you had some really nice pictures of, of the car ready to go now, but um, – so hopefully that one's okay for you in the background there. My fat head kind of blocks the number anyway, so, yeah, that's all right. Uh, by the way, Chad Jensen, you do have a pair of those tickets coming your way. Just swing by the studio whenever you can, and uh, we'll get you those. Fix this now. There we go. There we go. Um, you got a worst night at the racetrack. One you can think of where you, you wish it never would have happened. You wish that day was never around. I've had a tire fall off. I've had my fuel cell fell out of my car. I've had... Uh, <laughs> Your fuel cell? Oh, yeah. Back when I was younger, the bolts rusted right out on one of the old cars I was driving. It was like an old J car, and the fuel cell fell out of the car. So I've had some crazy stuff happen. <laughs> now, explain when you go from go-karts, you went to streets next, yep. and then you jumped into the late model? No, I raced uh, A-mods for five years or so. Oh, and then okay. We, then we went to late models. We've been there the last eight eight years i think we've been in late models now how old are you 32 yeah you don't look you act like you're about 15 when you talk to it that way and you look at him and then it, man it's like you're 80 that's um, one of the things i was going to mention he's been around since the nopa days in the oh, street wow. stock yeah. so like not even 30 yet and you know he's been around forever already you know yeah so you wouldn't be a guest host without oh, having really? the finger. Oh, really? I get the sticker. That actually started when I was a guest, so yeah, that's it's fitting right. that I get it, right? I haven't seen the new stick yet. I like it. Um, we ask you about your worst night, Shane. What about your best night? Um, well, we, I've had a real good and bad night. Last time at the sites when we led the first 50, and then I hit the wall and <laughs> didn't do as good at the end but that was just a good learning curve just to learn how to pace myself but that was like a bittersweet moment though at the end of it but it was still a good deal um the night i won the 
track championship in Grand Forks was a really good night. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd bring that up. Um, it just happened to be the night I finally got a win there. It's been a long time coming, and we ended up winning the track championship too and beat the guy beside me by two points. <laughs> Look at the grin. <laughs> I don't know if you call that a grin or not. Um, but winning track championships and everything – is there? Uh, this is something I wanted to ask you, uh, especially like during the John Sites last year. How nuts were you going, sitting up there knowing you should have been here? That one was probably a real tough one to watch. Um, yeah, I came down and helped Aaron actually, and gave him a hand. And I raced Aaron quite a bit last year, and we were fortunate enough to beat him every time. So I guess it made it. It's kind of good to see the Canadian win it again and bring it back home the mm-hmm. championship, but. Uh, it was definitely very, very hard to sit there and watch Aaron uh, win it again. <laughs> and, 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 you know, I have ran into you uh, passing through town a couple of times with Brad and throughout this last year, and I was thinking, well, how the heck can he come through here and we can have a cold one together, but he can't race? Well, I got a, I sell all the parts up to everybody up at home, so we got Performance Auto in Canada, so we, we come down commercially to get all the parts, and then we just... We can't do anything fun, though. It's got to be a work trip where you're working and doing stuff, so you can't come and have much fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we interviewed uh, quite a few Canadian racers over the winter uh, via Zoom, and, and I think it was Bill, I think it was Mooney, was telling me about how bad it was with the, with the pandemic up there. He says he actually had to hide his mom's car in his garage on Christmas so they wouldn't get in trouble because he, he said they, they monitor Oh yeah. What cars are supposed to be where? Is it still that bad up there? Yeah, they just made it worse yesterday. You yeah. can't have anybody over to your house. So if you live alone, you can't have anybody over. It's complete lockdown yeah, again. Yeah, it's locked down worse now. Oh my god. Okay, I'll spin off here. <laughs> now that we have a Canadian live going back to those, you know, those uh, zooms you were doing with the other Canadians, it, mm-hmm. it kind of became a thing here on the show. What do you think of Trudeau? <laughs> Letter buck, man. I don't got You're time. American, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't got enough time to sit here and talk about that idiot. <laughs> well, you know, the thing is, is, is everybody I talk to, because I've got a lot of Canadian friends, and, and they all say the same thing. Uh, put it this way. There should be a wall built between Manitoba, Ontario, and let the West do their own thing and let the East do their thing. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I hear you. So has there been any talk about a possible border opening any time? Are we going to see it this summer? I, I don't think so. All the guys up there are really hoping for the, to come down for the sites. That's everybody's, like... On their to-do list. That's what everybody's looking forward to. That's kind of their next, like, okay, let's all hope for the... We can come down for the sites. Let's mm-hmm. hope for that. Um... After I got across so easy the other day, I've heard of a couple guys now saying, well, they might just come down for the sites, go to the 100, and then go home and quarantine. Oh, sure. Sure. It it depends what these guys are going to do. So, But uh, I said if the borders do open up, that sites race is going to be one heck of a good time. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, I think the border will open up once all the Chinese (laughs) army is actually there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, By the way, when we were talking about your your hauler and how much stuff you brought, Heather McDonald says, uh, the more junk you have in your trailer, the less they check. Was was that true or was it was it a pain in the ass trying to get across the border? I thought it was going to be because we still weren't 100 percent sure if I was going to get across or not. So I went up there and I'm like, yeah, I'm here to get a visa or a travel visa, we call it. And I gate pull up to the front, come in the office. I sat in there for 15 minutes. The girl says, 
okay, where are you staying? I gave him SNS Transport's address because that's where I'm kind of working out of. And uh, she's like, okay, get your fingerprint, take your picture. Here's your stamp and your passport. See you later. So I was there for like maybe 15 minutes. Wow. That's nothing. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't a big deal. I, I had all my paperwork together, like my portfolio or whatever I had to make to say where I'm racing, what I'm doing and all that. And yeah, it was, it was not hard at all. Uh, by the way, Heather adds, and he's proud to be an American where at least he knows he's free. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> Let's a take truth. a little line from Lee Greenwood, Wiley. Huh? How about that? Um, who all helps you now? I mean, you come down here. Obviously, you didn't bring a crew with you. <laughs> Brad, again, with a little snirk over there. <laughs> oh, I stole one of Brad's crew guys for the summer, kind of. I'm going to get Tanner to help me out a bit, and uh, uh, Max Mosher is going to come help me a little bit. But uh, there's always guys, if you're in a pinch bad enough, those people will come mm-hmm. jump in and help you if you need it that bad. But yeah, you know, that's a pretty cool thing about uh, this whole NLRA family, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So, like, everybody's kind of will help anybody. So, for the most part of it, I, it's pretty easy to still do by yourself. You just got to make sure you're prepared. And I got enough time, I should be well prepared. Mm-hmm. Now, with racing in Canada, uh, you only got to run six times last year. Are the tracks just like shut down, or is it just such a limited? Why only six races? Well, it took forever to get everything opened up and running, I guess. But uh, once they got it opened in, the, the old owner in Winnipeg wasn't the best owner for that. He he wanted to leave everything shut down. If it wasn't for Blair Bodley, I don't think we would have raced at all last year. So he kind of got the ball rolling, and they figured they could have, I think they were allowed to have 500 fans and then four crew guys per driver. So that's what we ended up doing. And then we went to Estevan, and Estevan was just like, whatever like and they can only allow to have 100 fans but they just brought everybody in the pit gate so they kind of ran their own deal which was good but the late models only ran there twice last year so we got to do that track and then winnipeg four times and that was it so i would think if you're a car owner and driver and you don't get to race uh, are there a lot of guys that are saying you know what i'm, I'm just done with this and and, and that's the last thing we want to see yeah. But I've been hearing and talking to different people, and they're just like, you know what? If we can't get across the border, it, it uh, I might not do it anymore. Yeah, for sure. Well, one example is uh, Bill Mooney, which is a shame to see. Like he he sold everything off. All he's got left of his uh, hauler, and he's uh, he's going side by side in this year. So they're big into the four wheelers and stuff. But uh, it's a shame to see him go. Cause oh, absolutely. He's always a good time. He was kind of on the fence uh, when we were talking to him earlier this winter. Now, to spin off of that, the guys that are still stuck on the Canadian side, um, what do you all, um, you know, you said the old owner now, um, what do you guys think of Stutsky's taking over uh, and renaming it Victory Lane Speedway? Uh, I like the name change. It's uh, back to its roots. They uh, they definitely got a lot of ambition and they're doing a lot of stuff there. I hope the best for them and hopefully they can get out there and get some racing happening because he's got a pretty aggressive schedule. He's racing a lot of two-day deals and stuff, so... But uh, on the other hand, the modified guys and all them, they I know Ward ends up planning to run a Estevan full time so they can go out there and run quite a bit. So, what probably needs to happen up there, and Shane and I were talking about it, is is there's limited places to race, mm-hmm. and all these racetracks promoters better be calling each other to ensure large car counts sure. at every racetrack. You know, you got Kenora, you got uh, Winnipeg, you have Estevan, you have Emo. So there's enough places to race mm-hmm. if they all work together. Sure, sure. It's tough with Estevan because of the IMCA split. It's the only one of those that isn't Lysota, but they did open up the rules last yeah. year, didn't they? Yeah, they, uh, they're they actually pretty fair with them. They just make the Lysota modified guys drill off their spoilers. And uh, Aaron Turnbull and Cody Slope and those guys up there, they're 
they're real lenient. They know what to do. They want to mm-hmm. get the cars there, so they help out the BMOD guys and whoever that comes there. They say, we'll make it work for you guys, so just come on down. And it's a, it's a real fun track, right. actually. You know, you were uh, mentioning, and we were talking about the NLRA family. Joshua Johnson says, I have to commend Brad Sang and the team. They've always been willing to help out their fellow racers for years. Shane's been a great competitor as well and has been willing to help. Kind of nice to hear that. Uh, when you know if you need help, you can get it. And if somebody needs help, you'll give it. Yeah, for sure. It's always great to have people help you. Like uh, when I phoned Brad, I said, I want to move down there for the summer. And the first thing he says, well, I got a shop for you, so don't worry about that. So stuff like that's huge. And uh, I wouldn't be able to do it if I didn't have a place to work of. So that's a big help. So pretty soon uh, you're going to be a, a regular at uh, the drum and the bun and all these other places like we all are or not. <laughs> yeah, right now I'm like a sidekick. He takes me wherever I go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, he butt dialed me yesterday. Uh, <laughs> um, we got test in tune tonight. Um, I'm keyed up for that. Things are going to be ready to rock and roll. Things are going to be ready to rock and roll. And uh, what I'm hearing is... Uh, the possible return of the 13 sprint car. Yeah, I'd, uh, I, I was supposed to text him. I forgot about that. He was going to call into the show today. Maybe he still will. And but this is um, how eager it is. Is, is It's like he's everything's ready to go. He's mm-hmm. just waiting for a result. Mm-hmm. And once that result comes, I think he'll be at the pit gate. Yes, good. Uh, <laughs> did you by any chance see what happened to uh, Forks Radiator over the weekend? No. Oh, uh, somebody came flying into the parking lot and smoked the Forks Radiator pickup. i seen that over at Anderson's, yeah. <laughs> and pushed it through the wall. So uh, they're going to be doing some remodeling. <laughs> In fact, there was probably about a $20,000 toolbox laying completely on its side. Uh, poked a nice hole, but uh, like Mark said, he goes, well, we were already going to add on this way. He says, now I'm going to add on this way, too. So <laughs> half the demo work is done, but uh, it, it didn't sound like anybody got hurt. Um, and like Mark said, thank goodness they had insurance. Well, and, <laughs> hey, and he sold a radiator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, one, of his, uh, one of his mechanics was actually out moving a car and came back in, and, and he saw the car. He didn't realize it hit it, but um, he saw the, the – he said there was antifreeze all over, and he thought <laughs> – Okay, here we go. It looks like I'm going to be putting in a new radiator, but um, yeah, there was a little bit more than that. Yo, we got one here. Paul Edgington, he's there to race, not go to the bun. So, <laughs> yeah. throw that one in there. Yeah. That, I didn't think they dad? got this up there. Yeah, I no surprise. Well, you got to have lunch, though, right, Brad? <laughs> <laughs> and, and they do have good lunch, by the way. Um, I tell you what, Shane, is there a race uh, that you have raced in the past that you plan on racing again in the future that is just at the top of your list? This is something, I mean, you've been a track champion, you've been all this. Is there something up there that is just your goal? This is this is what I have got to win before my career is done. Well, I think anybody up in this area is going to say the sights for sure. Um, mm-hmm. I'd like to get the 100, too. That's a pretty cool one to get. Uh, but definitely the sights, I think, is on any late model guy's wish list up in this area mm-hmm. so tracks you're thinking about running it, it, it and again this is what i heard you'd planned on trying to run four nights a week if you possibly can so take us through a typical week then with shane edgington uh what what is your plan then i'll run grand rapids on a thursday night if when they have them uh the challenge series races on the odd wednesday and stuff uh fridays will be in grand forks uh saturdays kind of up in the air will be wherever nlra or whatever's around and then Sundays, I'll be in uh, either Watertown or Granite City. So you're going to be putting on some serious miles. 
Um, no more than a regular year. Like okay. I remember, we're <laughs> still three hours north of here. Every oh, that's weekend. true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, it's already starting out closer every weekend. Yeah. Then, yeah. then yeah. Got, a, got a little jump start. Uh, Brett wants to know, Brad. I'll have you answer this. Will fans be able to sit in the pit area, bleachers? If so, is there a fee for the fans tonight? No, uh, fifty dollar car and driver. Everybody else comes through the back gate, uh, sign the pit, and walk around and. Enjoy whatever yep. you want to enjoy. I mean, yep. just take it all in. The weather should be decent tonight. Yeah. I mean, uh, last night we were outside till about 9, and it started getting chilly about then. But mm-hmm. that's what, you know, that's... about 9, 9.30 is when we're going to shut it down. And we're going to give her a – the reason we scheduled two of them was in case one rained out. Sure. We'd have a backup for again next Thursday. And you know what? We're going to get this one in, and hopefully we get next Thursday in too. So And then open up next Friday night. So uh, we're excited. I'm getting giddy. I mean, I'm more than excited. I, and I run into so many people, and they all want to talk about racing. Oh, you know, absolutely. When are we going to get going? Is things going to happen? And it's like, well, Mother Nature, everything is going good at the track. But, uh, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm getting it. Well, at least you get to go watch some yeah. this weekend. Well, yeah, I love the additions of the practices here. And then, you know, you got Devils opening up on Saturday, too. River City's next Friday. So, you got, um, got the Spirit of America show, too. Like, everything's opening up here now. Weather's getting good, and, you know, get out there and support all these things. It's about time. Shane, who's all on your car? Want to uh, give your sponsors a shout-out? Yeah, Shell Construction, uh, Forks Mobile Wash, Conley Signs, uh, Performance Auto, uh, Noble Locksmith, and Prairie Performance. The question I ask every driver how do you want to be remembered as a driver when this is all said and done? I mean, are, are there guys that will bring to the next question, but how do you want to be remembered? I think just as a good, hard competitor and didn't wreck too much stuff when racing, but uh, rubbing's part of racing at some points, and different guys, you got to rub different ways, but just a good, hard competitor. Almost, what he just said, he almost had to have that chicka chicka mow mow music in the <laughs> yeah. back. I just got to rub different people different ways. <laughs> Is, is there anybody, uh, I love asking this question, probably the most because of the look on your face when I ask it, uh, you don't have to answer by name. Um, it'd be cool if you did, but uh, you don't have to. Is there anybody you refuse to park next to? Somebody you've got a beef with? <laughs> no, not really. Uh, there's certain guys that don't want to park beside you the next day, but mm-hmm. they, get, they get over it in time, that's for sure. But mm-hmm. now nah, everybody's pretty good. They After a week or so, everybody calms down. Yeah, you've never been in one of those throw a steering wheel or a helmet incidents uh, uh, in the pits? No, no nothing like that. Mm-hmm. No, so, no, everybody's pretty good. He's no fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when I first heard that you were going to be here uh, this summer, I was so keyed up because... I've had you on my list, and, and I, I got into that streak of doing these Zoom interviews, and I, I can't stand doing them. And yeah. I thought, I'm going to end up having to call him, and we're going to have to do this uh, online. But uh, it's I'm, I'm so glad you're back. I, I mean, I wish you could have brought the rest of the crew down with you, you know, the rest of the Canadian drivers, too. Yeah, heck yeah. I wish the hell could come down because uh, it's going to be a fun summer, and fortunate enough, I got across, and I'm really looking forward to it. Do you think maybe with what you did – can that open up the gates a little bit for maybe some of these other guys? If they could go, well, look, Ricky did it. Shane did it. Why can't I do it? Uh, the, I guess the thing is, though, you you would have to stay. Otherwise, every time you cross, you got to be going to quarantine. Yeah, like some guys, I could see them now doing it for the month or something and just uh, do a month, come down, race a whole bunch for a month and go home and do your two weeks quarantine. But we're hoping the quarantine thing cuts back because the NHL players coming up there now, they only have to do quarantine for a week. So. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that stuff starts changing around and stuff gets back to normal here. You know, when you uh, talk about the NHL, the way they 
tweaked all the conferences this year kind of sucks. It does and it doesn't. I think it makes it kind of way more exciting because the guys are playing each other so much. Mm-hmm. The rivalry is really good, and like there's been more fights in the NHL this year than I. Can oh yeah, I've really started <laughs> to see it the last couple of weeks, yeah. Yeah. especially. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing I hate though, uh, being a Minnesota Wild fan, we're stuck out in the West, yeah, and so a lot of those games don't start till eight or nine o'clock. Oh, well, I know. Come on, man. What do you think? Mm-hmm. I'm forty anymore. I can't stay up yeah. that late. Yeah. 10, 11 o'clock. That's too late. <laughs> uh, again, if uh, anybody wants to get uh, free tickets, I got a couple of pairs here for that Red River Valley Motorcyclist Spirit of America Bike and Car Show. All you've got to do is text us, 701-213-0863. Uh, just tell me your name and say you want a pair. Chad Jensen's got a pair coming his way. So um, that's all you got to do if you want to go. Uh, anybody want to add anything? I just got to commend Brad. Like, what he's doing for Shane is what he does for the whole NLRA group whenever anyone needs a shop or any kind of help. That's that's the Brad we all know, mm-hmm. we've all known forever. So, And uh, you know how you get Brad into a studio? Bush latte. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> <laughs> Fake news. You guys, uh, thank you for coming on. Um, I know you're going to have an awesome year. Uh, I, I just, I can feel it. I know you are, too, and uh, the big opening next Friday. We'll have you on again next week, and uh, we're going to talk about River City Speedway until we're blue in the face (laughs) and and about as blue as that can. Uh, I can't wait. You guys, thanks again. And um, I don't know where you're going after this, but I don't know if you're going to work on your car or not. No, we're loaded up and ready to go. We're loaded up. And and again, you know, John, I want to first and foremost reach out as part of, as Brad saying, racer and uh, a, a promoter at River City Speedway, and thank you to you and Paul and everything you do for uh, River City Speedway and, and us racers too. I mean, it's uh, you don't get coverage like this anywhere else. Well, that's the thing about a Dirty Thursday show; it, they are the easiest shows to do. Uh, race car drivers, I, I, I love the stories and, and all of that stuff. And it, it's like I don't even have to beg anybody to come yeah, on this I, Thursday. An show. hour just flies by here when you're here. Yeah, because yeah. so, everyone has a face for radio. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, especially this one right here. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> look at that. Oh, and then you look at this. <laughs> Quit picking on me. I got to point out, too, that Brad came on a great day because I didn't have a banner for him, so everybody else got a banner except Brad. And then also our light bulb went out, and I'm not getting a new bulb until Monday, so he's the only one without a light on him. Too. Yeah, you, you so. kind of look a little darker. Yeah. The one light bulb we have to that we have on order is the one that happens to burn out on us today, so um, that's really nice. But again, you guys, thanks, and uh, we will run into you tonight uh, down in the pits yep. or wherever. But uh, Test and Tune starting what time tonight? Uh, gates open at 4.30, uh, take the track at 6.30, and we're just going to keep uh, continuously running the classes through until uh, 9.30, or everyone's just loaded up and went home. Mm-hmm. All right, Test and Tune tonight. It is open to the public. You just yep. have to go sit in the grandstands in the pits. In the, yep. Okay. All right. How about that? Another Dirty Thursday show in the books. I want to give a special shout-out to Ruber Sports Bar and Casino for helping us put on this Dirty Thursday today. Hey, don't forget about the big Kentucky Derby party going on this Saturday. Doors open at 9. Ladies, make sure you wear that derby hat for a free drink and a chance of three $50 gift cards. you got $3 pounders all day, a bucket of quarter soft-shell tacos, $7.50 breakfast burgers till noon. $8 mint juleps, $4 refills, and you get to keep the glass, too. All a rumor sports bar and casino right here in the Grand Cities Mall, home of the world-famous Beer Tower. 
Hey, tomorrow, David Waterman is back with the Midwest Public Health Coalition. Who can we trust? We'll talk about it. Make sure you like, share, tag, and follow us and hit that notification bell too, all right? We all know Grand Forks is a great little town. Well, Grand Forks' best source is giving it an identity again. 